hands up everyone who noticed we didn't put out an episode two weeks ago. Now, hands up everyone who actually put their hands up while listening to a podcast. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, we took a couple of weeks off. Um, some things happened. James did come up to see me. We had a script written, which we're going to go through tonight, but we got drunk and watched car programs instead. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, hello everyone, greetings. I hope you're all well wherever you are in the world. Welcome to a bloody mess podcast, the Badly Research True Crime Podcast. I was thinking about this on my drive down here. Oh, I'm down in Manchester, by the way. Yep, we are We are face-to-face. Face-to-face. Foot-to-foot, under under the table. Later on, we're going to be ass-to-ass. That's not how it works, I've told you this. Both just waiting for the other one bent over. Have you not? <laughs> um, I was thinking about this. We're not really... Are we a true crime podcast? Because we're talking about going into paranormal stuff and stuff like that. So, Well, this is the thing because... This is how one, one episode becomes four. Yes. Also, for those who are interested, we are drinking this episode. So be prepared for episode two to be a fucking mess. <laughs> And then probably the next six weeks after that. Yeah. Basically, I, I've thought this as well because a lot of the time, true people refer to true crime, the field of true crime. What they actually mean is murders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because realistically, I wouldn't want to, but we could cover the Hatton Garden diamond heist. I don't know what that is. When the, the, the old boys drilled through the wall in London, they set the fire alarm off, they drilled through the wall into the jewellers and stole the diamonds from but they were posing as builders and they were all in the 60s. Okay. And because really that's true crime, but it doesn't interest me. Likewise, we could do bits on organised crime, yeah. but only like if it would be more interesting. I do like that's one of the reasons why we've been doing cults because it's not just murdery, yeah. But it's it's still, not just serial killery, yeah. Although I do like serial killers, but there's a lot in true crime, and if you if you there's some really interesting characters who may have um, this is a very bad way of saying it but only killed one or two people yeah 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 but yeah. like they don't have such a high body count but they're still fascinating characters to read about and listen yeah like Casey Anthony's only killed one person yeah we're well, not yeah. even a real person was it it's, <laughs> it's a toddler it doesn't count oh god if this is your first episode welcome if you're a regular listener welcome back and thank you for keep coming back yeah thank you very much I mean we are essentially we are just two idiots doing this in our spare time exactly as you've noticed, I've joined by my usual partner, lover, resident knowledge fountain, fountain, squirting with information about the occult, guitars, cars, and bondage. It is Jim. Hello, thank you. Yeah. I feel like I should have entrance music for that. Do, like do, do, do. the darts. Like the dart. You do look that's, like a darts player. Well, that's the only athlete I could hope to become. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by now, if you've been listening, you should be able to start your own cult. Hopefully, hopefully, many of you have and have been very successful. If this sounds like you, um, we'd like to get you on and have a chat. I have a flat I could sell, a dog I could sacrifice, and money I could give you just to chat to you. Not joining your cult, though. Well, depending on the offer, I might join. Yeah, it sounds like I'm offering to join already. Enough terrible jokes for now. We've got plenty of them ahead. (laughs) Let's get down to business, and that's the business of cults. In today's episode... Um, and we should get through this in one episode, but we'll see. Yeah, obviously the script changed quite a bit since we wrote that bit. Yeah, um, yeah, that was only two lines in. I thought that was it. Yeah, we're going to tell you about a cult. A cult. The, the end. See you later. <laughs> see you later, motherfuckers. A cult has been that has been described as one of the most extreme and dangerous satanic cults in the world, and that cult is called the Order of the Nine Angles. What kind of shape would that be with nine angles? 
It's more than an octagon. Be a head nine diagonal non. A nine diagonal non. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full be... of equal vertical triangles. Yeah. And and a non a nontagon. A nintagon. And a nonstagon. There's this fucking conversation. <laughs> hit, hit the music. There's been a murder of podcasts. A bloody mess. Okay, so we aren't really going to be boring you with interesting facts about the Order of the Nine Angles. We're actually going to be talking about the origin, beliefs, legacy, and really the general organisation that is the Order of the Nine Angels, now to be known as the Order. So I guess you referring to triangles was just you being obtuse. Ha! Get it? Yes, obtuse? Yes. That was a very acute joke there. Oh! <laughs> I like it. Get my point? Yeah. Right. Angle. Let's get on with this. Let's try angle. Finish this. Yeah. But. To start with, the order are known to be... A... Hexagons! <laughs> <laughs> the order are known to be a satanic group who follow what's known as the left-hand path of magic. They've been described by Nicholas Goodrick Clark as a satanic Nazi cult which combined paganism with a praise for Hitler. Now, for anyone with ears, not me, <laughs> you'll have noticed Jim mentions Satanism before quite a lot. Yes. The version of Satanism he subscribes to is Levian Satanism. Levian? Levian. Levian Satanism. From Anton Levay. In Levian Satanism, the mythical figure of Satan is symbolically viewed as a positive archetype representing enlightenment, pride, and a healthy defiance of the Christian norms of suppressing natural urges and instincts. To clarify, they're atheists with a love of symbology. It's not that simple, but we could be here all day otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I am very much a, a, a beginner to all this, so surely I, I might have overly simplified it. I might have got it wrong, but that's currently where I am with it. Basically, mankind is viewed as just another animal in an amoral universe. It's got no greater purpose, and it has an individualistic and naturalistic outlook. All gods, when you think about it, in the history of religion, all gods were invented by man, and as such are external representations of the traits of mankind. So worshipping any god is, by proxy, worshipping those who created that god. I've had one too many beers to understand (laughs) what you even said there. But basically, Satan's not real. There is no God. Be in charge of your own destiny. Yeah? Yeah. There's no greater purpose to life. Don't be a dick to others unless you're prepared to face the consequences. Don't be a dick to others unless provoked. Don't waste kindness on those who don't deserve it. Is that what we're talking about? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Because Levain's Satanism promotes serving oneself first, it's often misunderstood that it promotes selfish, antisocial behaviour. Yeah. But in actual fact, it, resports, it promotes responsibility and holding yourself accountable for your own actions. Ah. Contrary to pl- public opinion, Levian Satanism actually holds strict rules against rape, theft, harming of children or animals, including sacrifices, drug use and general illegal activity. Exactly. It's more of an Epicurean philosophy than a hedonistic one. A what? Epicurean. What's that mean? I can't remember. Oh, well. I, I knew exactly what it meant when I wrote it down, but... That that was a while ago. I also spelt philosophy wrong, so <laughs> I spelt it with a G. So <laughs> it basically means that I can tell you the second bit. It means it's not a. A lot of people think it's a. Uh, let's get high. Let's have group sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just wear dark hoods and run around in the woods naked. It's not really that. It's more about 
taking responsibility for your own, for your own actions, realising that this is the only plane in which we exist, so yep. there's yeah, no yeah. afterlife to be worried about. So a lot of people see that as being quite freeing. There's no afterlife. This is all we have. It's here and now. So don't worry about other shit because now is what we have. We must now point out the difference then that the order are followers of what's known as theistic Satanism. So did I say that right? Yep, that's right. Theistic yeah. Satanism, believing in an actual being known as Satan that actually exists. Yeah, I mean, a little a, a red devil with horns running around yeah. the countryside. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it can be argued that Satanism was created by Anton Lavey. Well, there's no arguing that that's fact, uh, and it doesn't accept the, the existence of an actual being called Satan. And that theistic Satanism is a misnomer. There's no such thing. Yeah. It's like saying you're a religious atheist. It contradicts it. Uh, a more correct term would actually be devil worshipping. Uh, yeah, that's easier to understand, isn't it? Luciferianism. Luciferian. Uh, that's a stupid word. Yeah. If you think of if you think of Satanism as being a brand, uh-huh. and it only refers to one thing, as opposed to Satanism is like saying Dr Pepper or Sprite, mm-hmm. and Whereas people think Satanism means I drink. Right, okay. That's well, it doesn't. Yeah, it means yeah, yeah. it's one. Satanism, actual traditional Satanism is one brand of this. Well, it's not a religion, but it's. Is, it isn't. It's. How it is. Well, we can debate that, but yeah. we're here to talk about the Order of the Nine Angles, Angels. Exactly. Back to the Nine Angles, Angels. See, I, I thought it was Nine Angels, and then when I looked it up, I thought, fuck, it's Nine Angles. And I don't know if it's because. These right-wing racist nut jobs are all illiterate, but it's spelled both ways in a lot of the information. Exactly. Online, I think yeah. it's just people that miss misspelling it. Yeah, I've misspelled it many times, but I've got everything misspelled in this script. <laughs> so back to the left-hand magic. For those in the dark, like I was, there are two main ideas behind approaches to magic: right and left hand. To put it simply, it's similar to the idea of white and black magic, just a little bit less racist. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the funny thing. Like your Black Sabbath, that refers to Sabbath meaning obviously the holy day, and Black meaning like satanic, you know, oh, like, okay. to do with the devil. I never even thought of that. Yeah, and like yeah. you know, people refer to a Black Mass. Yeah, that's like obviously like a devil worshiping oh, occult okay, okay. thing. It's the black side of it. So that was white is good and black is bad. Okay, but basically, the, the in Levain Satanism it argues that if you are going to do anything, you should be doing it to benefit yourself. Yeah. So in which case, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're choosing to do it. There is an aspect of magic and ritual in Levian Satanism, but the ritual side of it is described as psychodrama. And we're not going to get into it here. It's not sacrifice or chanting spells to possess people. A lot of it is visualising goals, it's making lists, and it's some fun things to do. It could be it could be argued that it's a form of meditation. Yeah. To help you clear your mind, focus on your goals. It's just got associated dogma attached to it, yeah, so you yeah. can so essentially, this Levian Satanism is just do the fuck what you want for yourself. Just don't really hurt other people while you're doing it. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Good way to be. Back to the order. And this is what Wikipedia has to say about the left-hand path. Do you mean the legendary 1990 album by Swedish death metal band Entombed? No, I've never heard of Entombed. You've never heard of Entombed? Can we listen to them later? We'll listen to them, definitely. We'll listen to them later. I kind of feel like we should keep putting these... These bands on that we name drop, but I realise that a lot of the people that listen to this podcast probably don't like Mel. Well, who gives a fuck? Yeah, exactly. They probably so. don't even like the podcast. They're, just, they're <laughs> yeah. just our friends. So we'll put uh, we'll put a couple of we'll we'll put a song on off that album. Yeah, okay. So the left hand path. The historian Dave Evans studied self-professed followers of the left hand path in the early twenty first century, 
making several, several observations about their practices. They often um, reject so societal convention and the status quo, which some suggest is a search for a spiritual freedom. As part of this, left-hand path followers embrace magical techniques that would traditionally be viewed as taboo. For instance, using sex magic or embracing satanic imagery. As Molly Morg... Molly? Mog. It's a fun name, Mog Morgan. I know. As Mog Morgan wrote, The breaking of taboos makes magic more... Is Mog a woman? I don't know. I think it's a man, isn't it? Does he not... Have Mog. we not referred to him before? Is he not called something like David Mog Morgan? Or have I... No, no, no. That was some weird name. We'll do it as a man. The breaking of taboos makes magic more potent and can lead to reintegration and liberation. For example, the eating of meat in a vegetarian community can have the same liberating effect as anal intercourse in a sexually inhibited straight satiety. I can't believe someone's just, you know, compared eating meat to anal intercourse. I can uh, argue that both of them will get you kicked out of a vegan cafe. I can fucking imagine they would be. Suppose if you're eating ass and eating meat, it's the same thing, isn't it, really? Left-hand path followers often question religious and moral dogma, instead adhering to for forms of personal anarchism. They often embrace sexuality and incorporate into magical ritual. So, the, so that's really the left-hand path. It's just dark magic, if you think about that. Yeah. And you flip that over, then you have the right-hand path. I mean, joking aside, that all sounds fine to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for rebellion and questioning authority. And, and eating ass. And eating ass, yeah. I mean, when, when you talk about the personal anarchism... By definition, anarchism is just devolution of power. Is it? Yeah, it's anarchism isn't running around wanking, smashing windows. That's why. That's why how I would interpret anarchism. Yeah, because that's what uh, when it basically came about. That's what a lot of politicians wanted you to believe. You just believe if you. Yeah, if you, yeah, you devolve the government, like they want uh, us to believe the earth is round. Yeah. Whoa. But we all know that it's ever so slightly egg shaped. <laughs> it's nine tagalol. Yeah, it's a nonsagon. <laughs> <laughs> So the order, follow this path, uh, so it should give you a little insight onto about what's to come, you know, a little bit of blood, sex, sugar, magic. Oh, you mean the Red Hot Chili Peppers album? Yes, yes. So getting on with the order, I'll now tell you that all my research has come from many sources over the internet. Everything has either come from Wikipedia or some random-ass Google search. That's the thing, for an organisation that's trying to be as big and as scary and as new world orders as they are you thought they'd have had some kind of official website or you know, like some kind of pamphlet or a yep. YouTube video they do have books a lot of books Fuck books yeah who then, reads books do you remember what happened last time we did a podcast based on a book oh, I've got that joke coming up <laughs> sorry <laughs> skip that out um, now the order originates from around about the 1960s in the Welsh Welsh marches but they now have factions all over the world known as the Collective, with a K, because they're cool as fuck, with a K. What letter was that? K. I have an interesting fact about the letter K. I can see this going. Oh. Interestingly, K is the chemical symbol for potassium. Is it? Yeah. Why? Weird, isn't it? A common source of potassium is an exotic yellow berry known as the banana. Is a banana a berry? Yeah. Wow. Because where the seeds are. Where, where it's because it forms from it's basically how a berry forms and uh, uh, to do with the relationship I can't remember where it is on the plant it's not it doesn't come from behind the flower like a tomato does I come from behind the flower <laughs> now it is possible to die of potassium poisoning however 
Due to the rate at which one one's body absorbs potassium, you would need to eat over 400 bananas at once in one go instantly. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows someone that's oh, like, yeah. the mum wouldn't let them have more than four bananas in a day because they might amazing. get potassium poisoning. The only um, chemical symbol I know is Fe for iron. Because yeah. I got made to write that over and over again in physics or chemistry or chemistry OVA. The order was started by a woman whose name I couldn't find, but it's more commonly known to be led by a man who joined in 1973 named Anton, Anton Long, a name that has authored many books about the teachings of the order. I didn't read any of the books because you know what happens when I read the books, you get 19 hour episodes. <laughs> However, it's widely believed that Anton Long is a pseudonym, pseudonym for a man you may have heard of, David Myatt. If you haven't heard of him, Here's a brief outline on what I found. This next sentence is by political scientist George Michael, and it probably sums him up a bit. George Michael states that Myatt has arguably done more for any other theorist to develop a synthesis of extreme right and Islam, and is arguably England's principal proponent of contemporary neo-Nazi ideology and theoreticism of revolution. Mm. Now, I have another sentence from political scientist George Michael. No, you fucking don't. Hey, you fucking uh, don't. Wake me up before you go-go. Don't <laughs> leave me hanging here like a yo-yo. Right. So David Maia is far right in the political sense, and he's also written pamphlets which allegedly have inspired terrorist attacks. But from, from what I have read, this is all allegations. The idea behind inspiring terrorist, terrorist attacks and leading the Order of the Nine Angels are all just hearsay. I'm here just to provide you with the information. You make up your mind about what we give you. We talked a bit about in the first two cult episodes about how people, smart people, can easily be coerced into all cults of all types. The order is a bit different in this respect. They actually expect you to um, initiate yourselves. They need to be the initiates need to be in good physical condition and, and have a good training regime. Sadly, that's where the normal stuff ends. They need to have uh, a magical partner of the opposite sex, unless gay or lesbian. Not really sure by you know what's meant by that. Do they have to fuck a demon? I mean, I'm just imagining the red and black fellow from Insidious in like sexy underwear. Just eating his fucking ass out. Yeah. <laughs> You're obsessed. Yeah. <sighs> there are different grades and roles within the cult, and there are different tasks to they have different tasks to complete depending on where you want to go in the cult. For example, one task would be to um, for a pr- prospective member to find an isolated spot and lie there motionless, sleepless for an entire night. Another is an in- initiate would um, need to live outside normal society for three to six months, or even just live in a cave for a month. Utter madness to get into a weird ass cult. Say going by those two tasks, I think I'm already a member. <laughs> I don't think I could lie there motionless, sleepless for a night. You'd fall no. asleep. I couldn't live in a cave. Couldn't Thank you. Couldn't charge your phone. Exactly. Couldn't do podcasting. It's also worth mentioning now that once in the cult, members are encouraged to spend over a year in what they call an insight role, where they would go undercover in extremist political groups like proper neo-Nazi groups or Islamic extremist groups. The thought behind this, aside from their beliefs anyway, would be to get the member out of their normal life, but also fight against the Western, more Christian world, allowing for the evolution of civilization to happen. 
the next aeon, so to speak, which we'll be talking about shortly. We also mentioned in the first two episodes, Colton needs to have an end goal or some sort of ideology to follow, to take it forward, to aim for. So here we go. In the case of the Order, the belief seemed to be that you can break down sections of human history into aeons, and each aeon has its own corresponding human civilization. When I say aeon, I don't mean a long period of time throughout history. Well, I do, but Anton Long explains it a lot better, and we've got him here right now to explain it. Hello. Hello, Anton. I'm sorry. Hello, Anton. Hello. Can you explain this, please? No. No, okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. James, could you do it? Yeah. Uh, An aeon is a manifestation in the causal uh, of a particular type of acausal energy. This energy reorders or changes the causal. These changes have certain limits in both causal space and causal time. That is... They have a specific beginning and a specific end. I used to be called David, but I'm now called Anton because I'm cool. (laughs) My mum tells me I am. (laughs) To understand this fully, you must first understand that when he mentions the causal, he means the real world. A world where the laws of physics apply. When he mentions the acausal, it's the satanic world, the magic world, the world where laws of physics do not apply. I hope your listeners out there are realising that this is pseudo-mystical bullshit and a million miles from what I refer to when I talk about Satanism. So really, he reckons that an individual needs to do certain acts in the causal and a-causal worlds to initiate a change of aeons and the end goal is to form a galactic civilization in the Milky Way mainly for the people of the Aryan race, so to speak. Which race? The Aryan race. I have an interesting but extremely long fact about the Aryan race. Anton Long fact. Yeah, right, this is heavy going, but I find it really interesting. Right, the Aryan race, I thought I'd do some digging about this. Okay. Because I thought, what what does it mean, where does it come from? We all know what it is, but what are the actual yes, words it's mean? The, it's the master race. Yeah, yeah it's the master yeah, race. Yeah. And what, what do they look like? Um, blonde. Yep. Blue eyes. Yep. Slim, athletic, look very Nordic, don't they? Good looking. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the superior Sexy. race. Of, yeah, that, that's what they're all apparently supposed to look for. Now, muscular. Yeah, the term Aryan is actually a lot older than the forties because they didn't invent it. They didn't pull it out their asses. They actually took the, the word already existed, referred to a race of people. Now, that's how. Sorry, I know you're getting on a tangent there, but that's how words work. We have conversation using words that already exist. Yeah, but a we lot don't of just times, say go. No, but you can you can make up words. Like what? Non-tank. Yeah. A non-sangle. Non-sangle, yeah. She's got the word nonsense it makes me laugh. No, basically it's... The word already existed. I know that, James. <laughs> right. right, now, stick with me on this. It's long, but I'm going somewhere with it. Right, the earliest Aryans uh, existed in prehistoric Iran. Yep. That's not known for its blonde hair and blue eyes. Not at all. They migrated to northern India around 1500 BC, a few hundred years after the end of the Sumerian period, and right at the heart of the Indo-Iranian Bronze Age. Now, these newly arrived nomadic cattle herders were referred to by the existing civilization as the Arya, leading to Aryan, the English version of the Sanskrit word. Interestingly, this Persian equivalent of the word was Eren, land of the Aryans, which is the source of the country's modern name, Iran. Moving forward from this, descriptions of the ancient Persian rulers of Xerxes and Darius the Great describe them as being Aryans of Aryan stock. 
Also, the Zoroastrian religion refers to the mythical homeland of the Iranian people, uh, Ariana Veja, the supposed centre of the world. Again, none of this is very Nordic, blonde hair, no, blue not eyes. Not at all, is it? It's no. the opposite. Uh, Maybe not the exact opposite, no. but you know what I mean. As a result, the terms Arya and Ariane have somewhat an air of superiority and respectability to them. Like kind of like a heritage and I can't yeah. think of the word. Yeah. Leading to these being direct directly symbolic of morality, with proper behaviour behaviour being Aryan and improper behaviour being Anarian. Okay. Fast forward to the dawn of the twentieth century. The term was loaded with this air of nobility, superiority, historical significance, and the term for referring to the Indo Iranian peoples began to be mistakenly used to refer to the Indo European peoples evolved from the Caucasian race leading to the frankly incorrect belief that ancient Europeans spread out from Northern Europe to conquer all of Eurasia, like some kind of Nordic super-Vikings, conquering <laughs> what were at the time vastly superior Arabic civilizations. I mean, the Arabs were far more advanced than we yeah. were at the time. Yeah. And the Nazis thought, yep, that's her boys. That's her boys. <laughs> yeah. So to reinforce how fucking stupid Nazis are, they constantly refer to their master race by a term that literally means Iranian. <laughs> I, mean, I see to, what you did all yeah. there. I see what you did there. Adding to that, another reference in history of the Aryan race was was by a vastly misquoted 19th century Russian occultist, Helena Blavatsky. Helena Blavatsky's occult society of theosophy and the much cooler name Theosophical Mysticism, oh. which incidentally played a larger role in the revival of Theravada Buddhism, refers to the Aryan race as consisting of Arabic and Jewish members. Again, you know, that's that's not blonde and blue eyes. No, it's it's Uh, crazy. The the book does have some uncomfortable references to root races and some races being superior to others, but to take this as a racist, you... To take take this as being racist, you have to presume that she's referring to solely white people, which she isn't. No, no, no. She's referring to the Caucasian race, which consists of Europeans, but also the Indians, the Asians, and all the descendants, which is kind of contrary to what the Nazis want the term to mean. The racist fuckwits. <laughs> Thank you. I, I had to do that. I started looking into it and it was about 10 to midnight yeah. and I got on a roll. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Very good. Very interesting stuff. Thank you. So that seemed to take an A on. So maybe, <laughs> maybe the next galactic starship's coming. No. Yeah. So, back to the order. So an aeon in this sense, is believed to be about 2,000 years, and throughout history, each aeon, after about 1,500 years, starts to develop its own dominating race, who will evolve and die. The Order believes um, that history has seen five such aeons, and named them as Primal, Hyperborean, Sumerian, Hellenic, and Western, and with the Western aeon being the one we are currently living in. It's written that about 800 years into each aeon, there are what are known, there's what's known as times of trouble lasting, this is quite weird, lasting 398 to 400 years, <laughs> which apparently we've already had. Thank, thank God, you know, hopefully it was only 398 years, not the whole 400. That, that last two could really... Oh, I could have know. just got messy there. After the times of trouble, we should be in our final stage, which lasts up to 390 years. But it was suggested that the final stage, a state governed by military known as the Imperium, should have happened by now. More accurately, between the year 1990 
2011. Now, I thought about this, and I thought, who's ruling us at the minute? Probably America. Yeah, America well, is a world superpower. I do what I want. Yeah, I know, but like politically, I do what I want. Well, yeah, Boris. We don't have we don't have anyone ruling us. Government, Parliament shut down for a month. Well, they're all going on holiday. Exactly, wankers. Yeah, yeah. But interestingly enough, you referred to this uh, eon or this last area, this last eon of time that was supposed to have a lot of unrest and yep. violence and things. Yep. During this period from 1990 to 2011, uh, yeah. we actually had, amongst others. Two Gulf Wars, yep. several wars in Chechnya, the Rwandan genocide, the Somali civil war and other African conflict, conflicts, many which are still continuing to this day, the Croatian civil war, the Bosnian war, the Afghan civil war, the Nepalese civil war, Operation Enduring Freedom in the Philippines and the ongoing radical Islamic terrorist insurgency in many parts of the Middle East. Not to mention many acts of terrorism by right-wing, left-wing, Islamic, Christian and even Buddhist groups Namely, the 969 movement, although they might be a little too late in the timeline to mention them, it's just worth a mention to remind us that not all terrorists read the Quran. So quite a lot's happened then. Yeah. So you think, you know... This list was like a page and a half, and I had to take a lot of it out, because where I've said things like the Croatian Civil War, there were splinter wars that came yeah, off yeah, yeah, yeah. around that, that uh, they're actually their own standalone wars. So do you reckon we've completed our cycle? Yes. Oh, dear. Mm, I don't know. I think in the I think with the benefit of hindsight, in a hundred years we'll look back and go, oh yeah, oh maybe maybe they're right, and all these people have gone onto the galactic spaceship, which is you just ruined my next bit because you know I'm going to say now I can hear you all shouting. Why hasn't the Aeon completed its cycle? It's 2019. You did ask the question. I just answered it. Well, you didn't answer. You just said there's been a lot of trouble. Fuck you. I found myself shouting the same thing at my laptop screen during the research. Until right now. But it turns out... It turns out they don't believe we have completed their cycle. Oh, okay. No, because, you know, it turns out it's the fault of the fucking Jews. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, Jews and Christians, to be more accurate. The order believe that as the values of Judaism and Christianity has stifled the evolution of this civilization. I mean, if you think about it, the order actively encouraged the individual to break social norms and morals, commit crimes, follow political extremes, and also carry out acts of human sacrifice, whereas normal religion, normal religion, be it Judaism or Christianity, would be more inclined to encourage the exact opposite. You can't really blame them for what's going on just because they're not descending into utter madness. I'm not. It's, there's the fucking nine angles that oh, are doing sorry, this, all right? So you can see where that... <laughs> My next sentence doesn't really support what I just said. <coughs> so you can see where the order are coming from here. <laughs> That was one of those sentences you casually wrote out one night that's going to come back to haunt you. <laughs> and this is where the insight roles that we were talking about earlier would have come in handy. Having members in extremist countries fighting against the Western world, allowing greater instability and hoping the Imperium can emerge in the chaos they are creating. So basically they've been used to destabilise destabilize regions for a bigger political purpose, like the CIA have been doing since they were formed. Yeah, so this just seems like um, normal like political fights that countries have yeah. and stuff like that, but this guy's just taking it onto another level and claiming he runs a cult by it, and then they're going to go into the Milky Way on their spaceship. One thing I think that was interesting was you said that they were placing the people in extreme right-wing groups and far-right groups and things like that, 
And when they get rumbled, they go, oh no, it's an insight role. He's undercover. Yeah. He's not really in the KKK. Yeah, he's not really. He's undercover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I just think that's a lot of it. It's them trying to maintain this presentability almost. It, it could well be. It could well be. There's not a lot known about this cult. It's almost like they don't want to publicise all the bad things that they do. They really... It is almost like that, isn't it? Mm. So that's a small out, outline for their reasons for being utter Nazis. I don't know why there's a question mark there. But the Order is more than just Nazi, a Nazi extremist group, aren't they? They are Satanists as well. So let's dive a little bit deeper into that in the next episode. Oh. 28-minute episode for you, Doug. Yep. <laughs> just for you, Doug. Nice, nice short. So what would you make of that, James? It was interesting. It's What's worrying is... These sound like clearly intelligent people. Well, this this David Myatt guy is a he's a very intelligent man. You can go on Wikipedia and read about him. He's he's very highly educated, and he's you know people with extreme beliefs and being highly educated can be very influential and very dangerous people. Mm. It's I don't know. I think this is one of those groups that aren't going to get taken seriously until they're a real issue. I honestly don't see anyone. Having crisis talks about them, just everyone's going to think that they're just nut jobs. Oh, I did have somewhere how many people were in this, but ah, it's not that. It's not that important, is it? No. Maybe there's just nine of them. That's why they're the nine angels. Yeah. I don't think so. No, I think there's more than nine. Can you imagine replacing the word angels in like all these famous groups with angels with angles like Hell's Angles? Hell's Angles. <laughs> Welcome to Hell's Angles. No, that's Hell's Kitchen I'm thinking of. Yeah. Los Angeles. <laughs> that Nicolas Cage film, The City of Angles. Yeah. That's about it, really, isn't it? The American version of the Red Arrows, the Blue Angles. <sighs> that's been good. Tom DeLong's follow-up band, Angles and Airways. Who's Tom DeLong? The guy from Blink-182. Oh, the one who went off. He's gone a bit crazy. Oh, yeah, the one that's... Yeah, but this is the thing. Everyone goes, oh, he's gone crazy. And I want to say he's gone crazy too, but I like aliens. So I don't... I kind of don't like want to... Yeah, I don't want to shift one of my own. But... Well, speaking of aliens, we're going to go see the last podcast on the left tomorrow night. Yes, we are. By the time you hear this, we will all, all already have gone, already have got kicked out for shouting. To be fair, I've already seen it, but... Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. I know, not. I purposely not asked if it was good or not asked anything. I'm not going to tell you. Not, I walked exactly. out. No, you didn't. No, not at all. No. I'm excited. Yeah, no, it should be good. We're going to go get some food. We're going to get a big, big burger. Yep. Join a cult. Go see the last podcast on the left in Manchester. Funnily enough, uh, last podcast group, I'm in a couple of last podcast groups on Facebook, and then one of them, a guy commented, and he just happened to, I thought, he's got the same name as someone I know. And then he commented something, and I thought, yeah, that, that guy's got the same job. I looked at his pictures and went, it's the fucking same guy. It's a lad I went to school with who completely lost touch with after the age of 16, added him on Facebook a while ago, chatted to him for a bit, deleted him, as you do, when we haven't speak for a while. That happens, yeah. And then just find out that he's a big Last Podcast fan as well. <laughs> and it's like, I've had, I've had to do that awkward adding him again thing. <laughs> yeah, we've done but, that before. Yeah, it's, it's just funny, like, that it's nice to know that you're not alone in your interests. No, and you'll find out tomorrow at the sold-out show that we're going to. <laughs> yeah, but they could all be dicks. 
No, they probably are. They're all like, eh, we're fucking antisocial people. No one likes what we believe in. Meh, 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 meh. Yeah. Well, shut up, you fucking bunch of poo heads. Well, it's just like when I, when I went to uni and I've like kind of, you speak to them and they'd have like a, a cool t shirt on, like a same band you like, and you go up and speak to them and they'd be like, oh, and they'd just be a complete bell end. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, fucking hell. There's like, out of all the people, there's 100 people in a room. Ten of them like what I like, and eight of them are arseholes. <laughs> you know, that was literally what it was like. One of them is the biggest arsehole, and that is you. Yes. So that's our, our first half on the Order of the Nine Angles, Nine Angels. And the next time we'll be back, and we'll talk a little bit more about them, but more the satanic side of them. And I think we've got a satanic ritual to be going through. Oh. Yes. So until then, we will see you later, motherfucker. Bye. You've been listening to another great podcast from the Fair City Podcast Network, a group dedicated to connecting and developing podcasts. Check out fcpod.net for more great podcasts and content.